0: Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Okay, so this is the fifth episode of our eight-episode series into looking into Robert McKee's conception of story. And yesterday we talked about the uh, the unfulfilled desire, the um, the object of desire, really. And today we're going to talk about the first action because our character, having had his life thrown out of balance or her life thrown out of balance by the inciting incident, um, they have conceived the thing that they want uh, the objective desire that will bring them back into balance and quite naturally because we want our characters we want our characters to act you know we can't have stories where things just happen to our characters and they're sort of thrown about i mean obviously the inciting incident very often in a story is something that is not not doesn't happen at a character's instigation but after that we really want our heroes our protagonists to be taking action to be you know forging the way there's that sense i think that that i've talked about this before that story is really about um the movement of us as a species individually and collectively from the place where we live the place of order out into the chaos we need to go and map the chaos to find the the treasure really and this is the for me the central gravity behind every story and and in this particular case excuse me in Robert McKee's um, conception the character's first action is something that that particular character would do to try to reach out to grab metaphorically or physically whichever way works the objective desire the thing that they need back so yesterday I talked about the pact Um, which is a BBC drama that my wife and I are currently watching. And I've only seen a couple of episodes of that. So I'm not really spoiling um, anything. But the setup, as I've said, is that these four uh, women are. They think that they may have killed their boss, to put it bluntly, who wasn't a nice guy, but for various reasons, um, they do not feel able to, you know, to tell the authorities in the way that they might normally. uh, So they're, they're hiding, they can't speak to their spouses, they can't act normally at work. They're trying to they're trying to pretend that that um they don't know anything, even though the police are investigating this death. And at the end of the first episode, um they get a text message from someone who knows what they've done and and wants money. Now in the second episode, and this is as far as I'll go spoiling this story, but in the second episode they take, <clears throat> excuse me, what I guess you would call their first action to to try and get back to balance, which is that they pay money, uh, they drop off money um, to this blackmailer, or they put it in the place that that the blackmailer has specified. And in McKee's conception, um, really what what we're working with here is that the character will do um, the minimum they can do to try and get the result that they want, because we are human beings. We are kind of, you know, laziness is built very intentionally into our circuitry. We don't, we're not designed to waste necessarily, to, to waste energy, to waste resources. You know, evolution hasn't designed us that way for very good reasons. So in McKee's eyes, the first action tends to be a small action, and it's a reasonable action from the character's point of view. Um, they... They do the smallest thing they think they can do to get the, the result that they want. In other words, they they press on the world, okay? They press on the world. Now, what do we think is going to happen? When, I get, when we get to tomorrow's podcast and we talk about stage five, what do we think is going to happen? What do we think it, with the pact? They've just paid some money, these four women. They've left it in a trash can where they were told to leave it. Now, do we think... <laughs> Do we think that's the end of it? No, of course it's not going to be the end of it. I mean, I haven't seen the seen the rest, but, but I already know because we understand story, don't we? We understand that um, in a story, the world usually doesn't react the way we expect it to react. And I'm going to stop here, actually, because otherwise I'm going to be bumping into tomorrow's podcast on the way back. So thanks for listening. And remember, your story means business. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.